0: You're listening to the First Movement Eagle of my 1996 soundscape composition, Vancouver Soundscape Revisited. I described the piece in the program note as an impressionistic portrait of the musicality and poetry of past, present and future soundscapes of Vancouver composed using archival sounds dating from the World Soundscape Project in the 1970s and from recordings of Vancouver made in the early 1990s by Bob McNevin on behalf of the School of Communications at Simon Fraser University. My method was to select a few hundred sounds from the collection, which I edited and cataloged by spectrum, category, function, pitch, and context. I then experimented with various combinations and modifications of the material until interesting sonic alchemies were found. For example, you can now hear the ubiquitous sound of rain in Vancouver, a distant train siren, various bird songs, the rumble of the harbor, and
1: the infamous nine o'clock gun. Now let me tell you a short story. On June 23rd,
0: 2023, I had the pleasure and the privilege of attending, listening to Le Croletz, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, otherwise known as the city of Vancouver. The event took place at the Peter Wall Institute for Advanced Learning at the University of British Columbia, which is situated on the unceded and
1: ancestral territory of the Musqueam Nation. Now as I sat in the room on a beautiful afternoon, I, a group of artists, all women,
0: spoke about their week-long residency in the Collitz, organized by
1: Indigenous sound scholar and UBC professor Dr. Dylan Robinson. They shared a wide range of sensory engagements through listening to La
0: For example, how our bodies listen through the haptics of vibration. About hearing and feeling the voices of non-human relations. About how we can perceive the built environment with new
1: perspectives. The air, waterways, and earth that surround us. They spoke about their encounters with the trans-mountain pipeline, their dialogues
0: with animals and birds, their encounters with haunting vibrations,
1: and their thoughts about the past, present and future sounds of this region. What they did not talk about was themselves, their accomplishments, or
0: the type of technology they used to extract and manipulate sounds. None of that. There was also no reverence for, say, Armour Schaefer or the World's
1: Soundscape Project, nor any nostalgia about the good old days when, say, the term soundscape was invented. There was no disrespect either. What we heard were different listening positions, stories, poems, anecdotes, images, silences, and prophecies. It was quite uplifting.
0: So when I listened back to my soundscape composition, I realized that my revisitation was, let's call it a reshuffling of the colonial deck chairs. I cleverly combined horns and whistles and sirens and industrial and natural sounds as a personal commentary on the beauty and madness of contemporary urban life. And I guess there's some value to that. but my revisitation was from a very
1: narrow point of view.
0: I realize now that this music, my music, is inherently complicit with colonialism, and that my creative gestures actually further cycles of exploitation. So, in retrospect, it might have been more useful for me to figure out a way how to repair or restore some of the damage done to past, present, and future soundscapes of
1: Lakalets. What does De-colonized listening sound like to you.